Welcome to the Seacoast Vineyard Church podcast. We are a vineyard church located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and we invite you to enjoy this message from God's Word. Uh, This was released in 1991. It's number six on the Billboard uh, chart of most popular Christmas songs. Uh, Mark Lowry, whom I remember in my younger days as a comedian, uh, a Christian comedian, some of you have been around, know him. Uh, actually, this song began because um, Liberty University asked him to write a song for the living Christmas tree. And uh, so Mark started thinking about uh, lyrics. And uh, he was talking to his mom. And his mom said this. She said, if anyone on earth knows for sure that Jesus was born of a virgin, it would be his mom. <laughs> and, uh, and so it calls Mark to begin to ask questions like, Mary, did you know uh, who was in your arms? Uh, you know, did you know the one who holds creation together and the one who holds you together is lying helpless in the manger? The questions like this that uh, I think are great questions and, and wonderful questions. Uh, he sat on those lyrics, believe it or not, for seven years. Just, just held on to them. And then uh, there was a guy named Buddy Green, which I remember as a harmonica player from way back in the day. But Buddy's a great uh, uh, songwriter, musician as well. And so one day he slipped the lyrics to Buddy seven years later, dropped them in his hands and said, see if uh, anything works for you with this song. And he left them in his pocket for a couple of weeks, didn't even look at them. And uh, then he pulled it out. He pulled out the lyrics one day and started reading, and he said a minor chord, which gives it that feel. Uh, he said it seemed appropriate, and he said he sat down in 15 minutes and wrote the music to it, picked up his phone, called Mark, played it over the phone, and Mark said, that's it. And so a month later, they met in Nashville in a hotel room with a cheap recorder, and they sat there in the room, and they recorded this song, and now it's been recorded by 500 different artists. Um, I mean, even... Kenny Rogers <laughs> and Winona. And I've listened, you know, doing the research that I do, I've listened to all of these. Uh, and it's good, you know. And, 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 and my brother's favorite band of all time, Rascal Flats, actually did it. But it's in such a key that only the birds can hear it. And so it's so up, up there. But the, uh, an opera song was done, uh, an opera singer did it. There's been a play designed around this. This song uh, is just an amazing. My favorite of all the ones I listened to was the one you just heard, and that's by CeeLo Green. And I don't know, there's just so much heart in it and so much passion in it when he sings it that uh, I couldn't cut it off. I had to, I had to let it go, the full, because he just kind of grabs you and brings you along in the story. Um, when you think about this, uh, if you were married, I mean, if you had a chance to have a conversation with Mary, what would be your question for her? I mean, some of us probably assumed she knew exactly what was going on, that because the angel had come to her and said some things to her and told her that she was, you know, this was a, a, a miracle and that, uh, you know, the, the Savior was going to be born through her. But, and, but we're going to take a look today at three things that maybe uh, that I want us to notice about Mary. And maybe you would just think about it. This is what I would like to ask Mary if I had a chance, like Mark did when he wrote these Lyrics. So we're going to pray and we're going to, your handout on the other side, uh, if you turn it over, there's a fill in on that back side. You can follow along with me. 
And so uh, let's pray and uh, we'll jump into this. Father, thank you so much for, first, Lord, for you, of course, and, and Jesus, for you coming and this season that we are reminded of the humble beginnings of such a, an amazing thing. And but Lord, I also want to thank you for the artists and those that write the songs and those that play the music. And, and Lord, people like we've been listening to, like Mariah, who wrote such beautiful songs too, and CeeLo, and different ones who I know have a... They have a gospel background deep down back there. We just pray, Lord, that you would be, continue to speak to them uh, through the words of the own, their songs that they write, that they sing, Lord, about you. That you would speak to that industry and to that group of wonderful prophets, Lord, of our day, the artists, and uh, speak to them, Lord. Father, I ask for you to bless our time together. Help me in my weakness. Um, Lord, let your word be known and uh, breathe life on your word. Uh, Bring it alive. Burn it into our heart. And Jesus, we pray that you will be known today. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Come and teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you have your Bibles or you have your Bible app, I want to read a section of this this morning before we jump into it. And that's over in Luke, the first chapter, uh, 26th verse. Uh, just just got to read a little bit of this to set the, uh, the background for all of it. Luke 1, 26, we'll start there and we'll read down a ways. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words. And wonder what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried in. To a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And this is Mary's song, known as the Magnificent. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. 
He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Lord, bless the reading of your word this morning. Your first feeling is this. Did you know that Mary was very human? We tend to put her up on uh, this pedestal in such a way that, and depending on your tradition, uh, religious tradition, she may be exalted beyond or up level with Jesus in some ways. But she was as human as all of us. And that is the beauty of this story. And, and this, it's the, I guess you could say, the explosiveness or part of it of this story is that God would come to humble humanity and express himself in a very young, probably anywhere from 13 to 16, 17-year-old uh, young girl. And uh, as we learned last week, a nondescript town, a place that nobody paid much attention to, and to a girl that no one really knew. And when we first see her being confronted by the angel, the angel tells her not to fear. Have you noticed that? Fear not, because isn't that a natural? 